What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Around the Rink. Today is Tuesday, the 20th of February. A lot of twos. Uh, tonight is episode number 45. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. My name is Dan Rice. I know I don't usually say that at the beginning, but I felt like I should do that maybe this time because I don't say it usually in the past. Uh, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, Carly Jackson will be joining us from the Toronto team that doesn't have a name. Uh, I don't know. It's, I guess just PWHL Toronto, we call them. Um, so they'll be joining us shortly. Uh, I see CJ already here in the, in the room. We love that. I, I love punctuality. Uh, makes my life a lot easier not having to uh, message people and re- remind them things sometimes, which is, you know, I'm, this isn't the most important thing in the world, but um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, last episode was just Ali and myself. Uh, that's available now on Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, it took a couple of days to get the link up. Uh, the site that I used to convert the link to podcast form thing that I could give Kelly I uh, was down for a couple of days, so it uh, took a little bit longer than usual, but everything is up. Uh, and if you subscribe to us on Apple Music, uh, there's there's actually two. You search for the Ice Garden, which is how you, you can find our podcast or whatever platform that you listen to us. Uh, if you search on Apple Music, uh, there are there's going to be two Ice Gardens there. You have to find the one that has the most recent updates, uh, which is not only this show, but also... Uh, Maya and Alyssa's show, P-Dub in 20-ish, 22-ish, 20-ish. Um, and uh, Carly also has a show. I don't know if she's doing another one soon. I think we have other stuff going on. So if you subscribe to that, you get all the Ice Garden podcasts right into your podcast listening thing. I use Apple Music. I know a lot of people use Spotify. Those seem to be the two most popular avenues of choice. Um, and we appreciate everybody, no matter what form they listen to us. And if you listen to us live too, that's even awesome. That's even awesomer, if that's a word. I don't know. Uh, enough about that. Uh, welcome back to the show, my co-host uh, Ali Morris. She once scored a goal. She once stopped Marie Fleet Poulin on a breakaway. Uh, she coaches, I think, 32 teams in the greater Minneapolis area. Uh, sells houses too. Seller of houses. Connoisseur of all types of potatoes, does not discriminate, equal opportunist. Uh, Allie Morris, how the hell are you tonight? <laughs> I'm I'm good. I'm hoping the Wild don't have an extravaganza game like yesterday, although they came out on top. Um, I'm staring at the remnants of our basement LED lighting conversion project, but uh, yeah, life is life in. Okay, okay. Uh, you mentioned last time it was a little balmy for uh, Minnesota in the winter. Are things still the same? Still still chilling out there? Um, we've still got some snow, but it is, we're getting some nice February sun. So a lot of it's starting to melt already. It really, truly feels like we could be having our coffee on the deck. Awesome. But, you know, the second we bring out the patio furniture, the snow comes back. So we hang on. We'll yeah. Off. Yeah, hold on. it's still a little early for that, but it's 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 nice to have a winter where it's not you're just getting pounded like week after week of snow. I know for us out here, we we have typically the last couple of years here in New Jersey, we don't get a lot of snow. We get like maybe once or twice a year, we'll get a couple of inches here and there, and that's it. And then it'll in like a couple of weeks, it's gone. Um, the biggest thing for me that's been tolerable about this winter is not a lot of days where the temperature is in the teens 
or in the, the single digits. Like those are the days where it's like, you don't even want to go outside. Um, I know out there, you don't have a lot of uh, hills, right? The wind just kind of has no place to go except for straight across. And um, it, it can be, the wind makes it, it worse, especially up there, I would assume. Uh, yes, the wind chill is horrible here. Um, it, it depends on where you're at. If you've got some hills, I grew up on a big hill. We live in a bowl, actually, currently, our little neighborhood hidden in a bowl but okay, okay. So depending little... on where you're at your face does get absolutely ripped to shreds i know it's a it's an internet joke the well it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for the wind but truly it wouldn't be that bad yeah. if it weren't for the wind true and and the wind seemingly is always blowing in my face whatever direction i'm walking in uh, i think everybody can identify with that that's probably the most annoying part um Enough about that. Uh, I'm glad to hear your voice again. Uh, it's hey, we did two weeks in a row. That's 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 good. We we Ooh. had a couple weeks where we didn't do. I think we went like 14 days or something. And then I hadn't talked to you on airwaves in like almost a month, I think. So two weeks in a row. Good to be back. Good to hear your voice again. Um, and thanks as always to Kelly, our podcast producer. Uh, you got to give a lot of love and shout out to her. Like I said, I send her the link she turns it into a podcast i don't know how that happens uh but i'm super thankful and thankful to everybody over at the ice garden uh a lot of a lot of great content on the pwhl international hockey um podcast like i mentioned so we have a lot of stuff going on and thanks to everybody that subscribes to the ice garden and thanks to everybody that uh works over at the ice garden all, all of our teammates um, and especially thanks to our leader, Mike Murphy, uh, without him, there's no ice garden anymore. There's no us doing this, uh, doing cool stuff. Uh, Mike is the best. And, uh, just real quick, I don't want to be a downer, but, uh, Mike lost one of his best friends, uh, his cat Franklin this, this past week, I guess. Um, so something we've talked about a lot, unfortunately on this show is, um, losing our pets and obviously pets are a lot like family members. Uh, they are family members as far as I'm concerned. Um, and kind of like the situation over the summer where like, uh, when, when Lev's dog, uh, passed away, like I didn't know their dog. I never met him. I've seen enough pictures of him to care about him and, and was emotional about it. And same thing with Franklin. Uh, I never met uh, had the pleasure of meeting Franklin. I know he was a, a chicken stealer. Um, he tried to escape a couple of times, which um, uh, I was glad I didn't have a cat like that. My cat was always running the opposite way of the door opening, but um, it's always tough when you have to go through stuff like that. And I think we can all identify what Mike's going through and uh, just wanted to let him know that we're thinking about him and dedicate this episode to, to uh, Franklin. Um, on a, much happier note uh ali you were at the pwhl game last week i guess it was valentine's day um right or or yep. day valentine's day my, my understanding of the days of the week and dates led this past month <laughs> off so i just wanted to confirm that i thought that was right uh you were at pwhl minnesota hosting ottawa uh, I got to see old friend uh, and teammate Amanda Boulier and her cohorts. Uh, what were your impressions of the game? Uh, when you were at the rivalry series, there was also a death of a smoothie that was, I guess, recorded on uh, Instagram or, or documented. <laughs> um, how, how did things go this time around for you? 
Um, I don't think any pucks left play, so I can confirm at least not due to gameplay. There were no smoothies lost. I'm sure there were plenty that hit the ground, but uh, not due to the gameplay. <laughs> um, it was a much better game to watch than the rivalry series game, fortunately and unfortunately, I guess. Um, this is so sad. It's not even been a week, and my brain is like, I think the game was 2-1, to one, but... Um, <laughs> Minnesota came out on top. I am pretty sure they were without Taylor Heisey, um, yep. but were still able to pull off the win. They looked pretty solid, um, pretty commanding. I think Rooney played that game. I'm pretty sure she did. Mm-hmm. Um, she looked good. I think Mashmeyer looked good, per usual. Um, it was nice to see a close game. I don't think... The first game that I went to was very close, if I remember correctly. Which, like I said, my brain's been struggling lately. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But um, it was a really good game. Um, The crowd was really into it. I think the whole lower bowl was pretty close to being full. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And uh, just real quick, the standings as of today, when I say today, today is February 20th. So they've been playing for almost two full months. Uh, we'll say a month and three weeks. Uh, Minnesota's at the top of the standings with 21 points. Montreal is at second with 20. Toronto, 17. Ottawa and New York slash Connecticut slash Long Island slash uh, whatever else location they're going to be playing in. Uh, they're also with 13. And Boston bringing up the rear with 12 points. Uh, so Ottawa kind of hanging around. Uh, obviously had something to play for. Uh, Minnesota, uh been pretty much at the top the whole time, uh, which is pretty cool to see uh, that that great hockey continues on in Minnesota. It's just another day in in uh, in your state. Mm. Uh, it, it was I, I look at Ottawa's roster and I'm like like they have so many so many talented players and then you look at their record and um, and another thing is like you also look at the goals for and against for everybody like everybody's pretty even. I looked today. Um, the lowest scoring team, like the, the least goals for was kind of around 23, I think. And the the least goals allowed was around 23. And, and the most goals allowed was around 29 or 30 or something. So it, it's everybody's, you know, you six teams, there's a lot of parity. Everybody's got really good players, right? Um, and things happen during seasons, as everybody listening knows. Allie knows for sure as a hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, shit happens during the season and sometimes it's, you can't get out of ruts and, and you get, you feel like you're getting bad luck and all that. Um, but I looked at Ottawa's roster and, and like, they are just like loaded top to bottom. And, uh, and then you look at the record and it's like they had a lot of missed opportunities. I know they had uh, one game where the goalie got hurt and obviously, and luckily Sandy is okay. And she's, she's been back in action. Um, but, uh, earlier this week, were you surprised when you heard that at Ottawa, uh, had released uh, Michaela Graham-Mantis, Mentis, excuse me? Yeah, like, especially after we just have a big trade like that, that they just released her. Um, I know they didn't play her a whole lot, so I don't know trade value type whatever, but, I mean, it's not unknown the kind of player she is, so I guess just kind of weird to just up and release her, I guess. Yeah, and... Uh... It's it's crazy. I think you said you didn't. Uh, she she. I think she played like third, fourth line. Like I don't think she ever cracked the, the top six. Um, and that's you know it's tough. You're getting limited minutes. 
Um, obviously, I haven't watched all the games, so I, I can't say what she was or wasn't doing. But um, I know the type of player that she is. And it's just like you said, a trade couldn't have been considered maybe like or teams being stingy. Maybe they did try to trade her or maybe it was a mutual thing, which is unlikely. But, you know, I have to throw the possibility out there. Um, just kind of really surprising. I had heard about it kind of, uh, we'll say, through the grapevine before a couple of days before it happened. And I was like, well, that's I think it was a couple of days after the game you were at. And I don't think she played that game. She hadn't played a few games. So it was like, OK, I guess, you know, maybe she'll link on with uh, catch on with somebody else. I don't know. Um, just really interesting. Uh, and real quickly, before we get to our guest. Uh, other thing that I wanted to point out that I jotted down in notes, uh, Montreal, as I said, up near the top of the standings, their number one goalie is Allie. Uh, none other than Anne-Renee Debienne. Anne-Renee Debienne. So they obviously have their locked and loaded number one, but when she hasn't played, uh, Elaine Chuli has played. And uh, you know a lot about Elaine Chuli. Our guest knows about uh, a lot about Elaine Chuli. Uh, I think I saw she's the only remaining undefeated goalie in the league. Yep. Um, just kind of truly doing truly things, right? Like the last two, three years, she's been the best, if not one of the best goaltenders playing professionally at whatever level you want to look at, right? Our, our numbers are our numbers. Uh, they had like an almost undefeated season, like uh, end up winning the cup, uh, not the year that they have the best record, but um, just kind of not not a, not a shock, right? When you see the numbers that she's putting up. No, not not at all a shock. I mean, I played against her in college, and she didn't have necessarily the caliber of team in front of her then as she's had in the past. Um, like in college, she was the reason they were in games, and now yeah. she's making it easy for teams to win games since she's got a little bit better players in front of her obviously with a smaller league it's easier for that to happen versus college hockey but like you said no surprise she's just been trucking through games like it's nothing (laughs) yeah and and I think we even talked about it on this show in our infancy um like can she do it in the playoffs like it was they had another really good season and, and they got to the playoffs and it was like well you know the last couple of seasons in the playoffs she kind of crumbled uh, whether that was injury related, the team in front of her, whatever was going on, that the long break between the bubble and and then they said, "Hey, let's play the the final four and like a month and a half later, uh, <laughs> that was just weird for everybody. So like a lot of those numbers, I don't even consider. Um, but we did watch it; it did happen, and and that and all that. But like, um, she was lights out, obviously in the postseason last year, and and kind of has just continued that into this season, even with the extended summer or extended break uh, after the end of the season, like um, kind of for me, like maybe not, not as surprised as maybe some other people might be just because I'm like, um, she's been playing regularly. Like, you know, some of these, these other players, they, they weren't playing, you know, you can call the PW league if you want, but like, that wasn't really a league, like you know what I'm. And Ali, I'm sure you know what I'm saying, right? Like where it's not, yes. you're not keeping necessarily. I know there were standings and and points, but it wasn't a league league. Like um, it was just kind of like a a globe trotting barnstorming tour, if you will. 
Yeah, and their rosters changed a lot too. I know they had a much bigger pool of players than who got to play on the weekends. Right. It was who's available for this weekend and who can't make this weekend because they have this and whatever. You have to go back and do this and that and and all that. Like, um, but just to, to to wrap it up, and, and I'll stop rambling now. Um, Julie's Julie's just being truly and like I'm not surprised at all and that's that's a hell of a tandem to have in Montreal and um sometimes you 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 know maybe she should have been picked higher in the draft another team could have taken her um this that or the other um but this is this is the situation and they they look like uh you know it's it's been them and and Minnesota right for pretty much from the jump they've been the number 1 and number 2 teams yep so uh Cream rising to the top, and, and it's only six teams. So, um, again, everybody's got really talented rosters, and um, it's it's exciting to see. I'm, I'm stoked to see how it all plays out. They still have a long way to go. Um, they, most teams have played, like, what, 12, 13 games? So then you know, 11 or 12 games left, and that's going to be spread out. They have another international break coming up. So um, excited to, to see how, how it all pans out. All right, enough of that. I'll shut up. I'll stop rambling. If you're listening live and you haven't already submitted a question, now would be the perfect time to do that. Just drop a reply to this space thingy uh, in the, the Twitterverse, on the Xverse, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, yeah, and we already have a couple of questions sent in. So uh, let me play this, and then I'll introduce our guest, and then I can stop talking, and you can listen to what you all turned in tuned into listen to not me uh our guest carly jackson so uh listen to this and then we'll be right back hi everyone this is Allie thunstrom and you're listening to around the rink with Allie morse and dan rice on the ice garden radio network thank you for that fundy hey i saw we mentioned bandy right on the, the last episode i saw what that is fascinated uh if if you're if you're not if you didn't listen to the last episode you don't know what bandy is go search it uh, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna be able to explain it and, <laughs> and continue on with the what we're supposed to be doing here. So, uh, without further ado, welcome to the show, uh, our guest Carly Jackson. She is an Isabel Cup champion, uh, Foundation Award winner in the now defunct, I guess, PHF NWHL. Uh, not once, but twice, was voted by you, the fans. Well, not you, maybe. Well, some of you, but voted by the fans as one of the three stars of the season twice. Um, was picked third overall in the 2020 draft of the NWHL then. When undrafted this past season, I believe, but still managed to bust their ass and, and get a job on uh, Toronto's team. Um, and you haven't played yet, but when you did make your debut in the NWHL, you made 43 saves, which is not not too shabby, so I'm, I'm sure we'll see something similar uh, when you do get your chance. Uh, welcome back to the program, Carly Jackson. Thank you so much for having me, Dan. i uh, always happy to come on, always enjoy listening, and just happy to be back. It's great to hear your voice again. Uh, it's been been a while. We, ha- we had you on prior to camp start and everything. Um, so that was back in October, I think. I wrote it down right when I when I looked it up. Um, a lot is you've gone through a lot of different stuff, I'm sure, since then. What's the whole experience been like of um, you know not having like a, a job necessarily and having to earn your way there and 
um, you know, as I said, two months into the season now, like how, how's everything been from your perspective? It's been unbelievable. It's definitely been a roller coaster. I think if you had told me that this is how everything would work out uh, a year ago from now, I'm not sure I would have believed it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, everything, everything worked out. I, I think probably the thing I learned most was being really comfortable being in an uncomfortable position and, and just always coming from a place of, of love and gratitude. Um, so I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm, I'm so happy to be back in Toronto. Um, that has been one of the greatest gifts I think um, I could have asked for with, with uh, how everything shook out because I think the chances of me landing back here seem pretty slim. And then yep. now getting to be back here and, and being around a lot of the communities and, and relationships that I formed, I'm, I'm very grateful. And then being part of PWHL Toronto has been just a dream. Like I am just soaking up every possible opportunity that you could think of. I'm, I'm always saying yes. And I'm finding a lot of joy in, in these opportunities. That's closer to home for you too, right? Your family's able to come in and, and check you out and, and or check the games out, right? Get to meet up with you. Uh, well, it's closer than Minnesota. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of an expensive flight. So they plan on coming to um, the second half uh, games. Okay. Um, mostly in, in Boston and in Montreal and Ottawa. I think we have a road trip in, in April and I'm pretty sure my parents are going to be doing it with us. Not you know, on the bus or anything, but they'll be, they'll be driving around kind of following the bus, I think. So it'll be pretty exciting to have them around. Uh, that's awesome. Hopefully that all goes well. Uh, Allie, go ahead. Um, well, CJ, you kind of alluded to it, um, but you've kind of been, you know, you've been a number one and number two, number three goalie in the lineup. Um, but what are the different like challenges you've had to face or the mindsets you've kind of had to attack it with? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think if you had asked me maybe three years ago, two years ago, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have understood that. Um, I used to put a lot of value in kind of the glory position of being of being a starter, and you know I I was always very driven by that. Like that was the thing that you always wanted to attain as a goalie, right? Um, so it, it being a backup last year and a third this year it's really just brought me so much perspective and that the thing that might seem really glorious isn't the most valuable thing that you gain from being a part of a team or um, part of any organization. It's, it's like these small moments that if you choose to buy into something and you choose um, to, to be grateful and to enjoy the experiences and different opportunities that come your way, then I think you'll be happier in your life. And I mean, that's just a lesson I've learned from sport, but um, starter, backup, third string, whatever it is. Um, I just think that there's so much value in being where your feet are. And, uh, that's definitely something I've learned in the past three years, but I was really lucky. I had, I had people who kind of showed me the way. And I think someone who, who showed me how to be kind of a really good support role is, is Jillian Flynn, who was my, one of my goalies and ended up being, uh, our fifth year captain. Um, she was our third string goalie at Maine and, I just remember the love that she gave me. So I've been trying to embody her and how I carry myself around the rink. And, and uh, I am just having an absolute blast. So um, any, any of the positions, there's, there's so much joy to be had. So I'm just doing my job and, and uh, enjoying it as much as possible along the way. Yeah, I love that. Bringing the vibes right now is number three. Mm -hmm. I love it. 
yeah, and, and your your enthusiasm, uh, as at least as, as far as I'm concerned, kind of always comes through. Um, so you being the number three and not being able to play as much, like you're obviously still contributing by being a great teammate. Like I know your 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 teammates always have spoke very highly of you, and I'm, I'm sure that uh, I assume that continues there. Um, probably the, just the most supportive person in the world, correct? <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's that's part of part of the gig. I think that's really fun. Is is you have the mentality, you have the energy, um, you have the opportunity to to actually I think become closer with your teammates because, um, and Ali, you know this. Like when you start, you have to be so dialed and and so focused on your own um, your own zone and your own craft. So so when you have you know a second outside of the goalie life, it's like you have all this opportunity to to be close with people. And I think that's one of the really special things about hockey is, and, and a lot of things in life is the relationships you get to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. I dialed that into a T with my time with the white caps. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, when you're, when you're not, uh, contributing on the ice, right. You're still, you're still practicing. You're still working at your craft hockey players. I guess everybody in life, you're always trying to improve what you, what you're, good at what you work at right um how has that aspect been going for you like you feel like you've you've learned something or or through this experience like you've become a better goaltender absolutely I think um I think there there, honestly there isn't a part of this game that I haven't fallen in love with and um I feel like I'm getting better all the time I mean there's so much resources available to to us and um you know my mindset is is just to be getting better every single day and you know, people haven't really necessarily gotten to see the the product of that because because I don't I don't dress for games. But um, internally, I, I just enjoy every moment that comes my way, and whether that's a social thing or um, a hockey thing or a practice thing or um, something I can take take and grab onto and to change my mindset and and so anything really. I just I've been really trying to to just learn and be in a complete learning mindset and. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, this, this is kind of like a stop in the road. Uh, I think something that I'm learning to do and, and I, I know I plan to be a starter in this league and that's, that's definitely a goal for me, but I'm also enjoying, uh, the steps I think that will come along the way and hopefully will aid. And, and when I do get that opportunity to, to be successful. A lot less stressful season, I'm guessing. <laughs> um, uh, you've, as a team, as a league, you've had a, a lot of really cool moments and your team has been a part of a lot of that, whether it was uh, the season kickoff game, right? The inaugural game of the, the first season. Uh, you just recently practiced outdoors. Um, you've played in front of large crowds, sellouts. What's to you, let's just geek out for a little bit. Like what's been the coolest part for you? Like what have, what have you enjoyed the most that was like kind of made you go, whoa, like this, this, is, this is really neat. Yeah, I think probably like the flashiest moment of of all this hype is is the energy in the buildings at games. Um you can it's it feels almost tangible, but people are just so happy to be there. Um you can feel just the air in the room is it just everyone thinks like this is it's it's finally here and and I think people are so welcoming. There's such a there's always been I think a really strong community um in women's hockey, but now with with so many more faces and voices it's it's just growing exponentially and and i think being in buildings for games is it, it's this tangible thing where you can feel the energy and it's it's so powerful and it's so exciting and um it's just really fun to interact with people and 
and understand that we're all feeling the same kind of energy as we're watching these hockey games. And uh, it's a really, really special thing. I got to chime in and, and say, I concur. You get goosebumps almost every time you're in the building for those games. Like mm-hmm. the vibes are so high. Now, as, as a, this might seem like a dumb question. It could be for either one of you, I guess. Like, you're you've been to a game in Minnesota. You've obviously been the game Carly in, in in Toronto, and you both previously played in those cities. What what is the difference? Like, why are people all of a sudden? Why are they showing up more or equal in in certain cases than they were previously? Do you think? Uh, we'll go to CJ first. I think it's it's the support. All the resources are now in one in one basket, and. Um, People are just like aware that it's going on. And I think you turn on SportsCenter in the morning and you see the PW on or you go um, out to dinner and you see it on TV and, and, and people know it exists. It's not it's not confusing. I think people used to kind of shy away from it because it wasn't clear of, of what the leagues meant and who was playing where. And I just think now all the resources in one bucket are, are guiding people towards our game. So we have the fans who have followed this game for a very long time. And I think every day more people are learning about our league. and. And uh, I think the powerful thing about women's hockey is that it's driven by heart. And I think people really connect to that. So the more people that see it, uh, the more people connect with it. And then the fan base, I think, is really just growing exponentially. I agree. I think especially like in Minnesota, it's not like people didn't know that the Whitecaps were a thing. But like the games are on Bally now, like the wild game hasn't started yet today, but they did a feature with Nicole Hensley on it. I just think the exposure is so much higher and like everything being in one thing, it's not confusing anymore. People don't have to pick a side. It's just easier access, I guess. Yeah, that, no, that all makes sense. And and we talked about it, Allie and I talked about, um, I think it was like the first or second week of the season where it was like, if it wasn't on Bally's, right, you had to have B come and, and set it up so you can watch YouTube on the TV. Like that, that yeah. easy accessibility, like that's the only, and that, and that can also be a, a moment too, like watching stuff live on, on TV. Like the only time we do that anymore is sports. Like there's no more live shows really like, or maybe like bachelor or survivor, like those kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like there, there's nothing, everybody kind of watches together and these games now can be a moment for a lot of people. Hey, every, you know, Something's going on in this game. Everybody tune over and everybody can not have to plug in, uh, you know, their, their laptop to the back of the TV or however you're viewing that stuff. Like, um, I, for me, like, if it's on TV, it's so much easier than me plugging in my fire stick and having to go sort through ESPN Plus and, and yada, yada, yada. But um, I I've love both your answers and, and makes makes a lot of sense. And I, and I agree with that, too, like, all those resources being pulled the same way, like that obviously helps. Um, just real quick before I let Allie ask a couple more, uh, you got a, a couple of our, at least my former guests, uh, and, and uh, I guess we had uh, Emma Keen on. Uh, how's Emma Keen and how's Allie Monroe doing over there? Oh, they're doing fantastic. Um, two awesome people. Pretty, pretty happy to be playing with them again. And, uh, yeah, I see those two pretty frequently. Um, they're doing fantastic. And uh, Allie's, uh, uh, she's still doing her camp over in the summer. I know you help out with that. You'll be doing it again this this upcoming summer as well. Yes. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It'll be down in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. It's a fantastic camp. Um, it's actually funny. The rink that we hosted at or that Ali hosted at is, is the one where we met um, many years uh-huh. ago playing boys hockey where we both got put in the girls locker room and, and that's where we actually met. And many years later, now we're playing um, in the PWHL and, and we're running camps in the same rink that uh, our pals first crossed. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful camp. Uh, you get to experience the 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 true heritage of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Last year, we got to go uh, on a fishing boat. So that was a pretty cool experience with Al. Uh, but really looking forward to going back. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I found out about that because I had interviewed a, a devil, a former devil now, uh, Ryan Graves, who's with Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. And he, he knows Allie. And so she kind of like all of a sudden now she's got her own school, right? Like this is what year two that she's, she's got the school going on uh, under like her own kind of guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's such a wonderful community. Yarmouth has just got a lot of really special people, but Ali is very much a folk hero back in Yarmouth. And it's really fun to see her getting so much love because she deserves it. Yeah. That's, that was one of the things Ryan told me. He said, you know, uh, she's, she's the hero, like not me. She is the, the top and the best of the best. And like he said, you know, uh, the kids that didn't know her the beginning of the week, uh, they would, by the end of the week, like they didn't care about Ryan Graves or the NHL. Like they wanted to hear about what Allie Monroe was doing then playing in the uh, PHF, I guess it was. Uh, so that's, that's pretty cool. I'm glad to hear that she's doing well. Uh, really good people. Uh, tell, her, tell her we say hi. Uh, Allie, go ahead. All right, we got to touch back to our science questions. Now that you're with a new team, do you get domed often or rarely? <laughs> um, depends on the day. Uh, I think my mask would say otherwise. Um, <laughs> but uh, but I know that I'm like I know that I'm just a little guy. So particularly in post play, if I'm in like an RVH or or uh, a butterfly position, I know that people are kind of picking around my ears. Um, but honestly, like, I don't know, I guess this is kind of goalie weird, but I don't really mind that much. I like to make jokes about it because I think it's funny. Um, but uh, but I'm like, oh, man, I, the people will come up and apologize. And I'm like, honestly, I'm just glad that I saved it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh. Yeah, sometimes you need a good one to the head just to wake up sometimes. Yeah, it gets you in the zone, right? Practice, you're like, all right. All right, let it happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I know what I signed up for too, right? Like, it's just part of the gig. Yep. <laughs> hey, the, the way the way the masks are built nowadays, though, like it, it and you've talked, we've talked about like Ali, like your head ringing and you know catching a couple of unfortunate ones, but like it's pretty well protected, right? Like, yeah, I've I've I'm using a pros choice right now, which is made through Vaughn, and and it's it's such a fantastic helmet like I don't ever get mad anymore because it's very rare that it'll really bother me um but yeah the technology has come such a long way from from when even I started yeah the yeah they're built to like disperse the energy so it doesn't like make it feel like you get slapped in the face as often (laughs) as often yeah for sure (laughs) um Sticking with random questions, um, what hockey stuff do you have in your vehicle right now? Oh, I've got a set of rollerblades. Nice. Um, I might have a stick in there. I can't remember. And then I've got some baseball gloves, if that kind of counts. Okay. Do you wear them like Lundquist? (laughs) The rollerblades or the baseball gloves? 
the baseball gloves. <laughs> How does or, he wear are them? They not like the batting gloves or like a mitt? Oh no, like a mitt. Like if oh, I wanted to play catch. Never mind. Anything. Disregard. Yeah, <laughs> two two sports star over here. Uh, <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. <laughs> You're coaching too, right? You're coaching uh, baseball, softball, right? I do. I, I've been coaching baseball actually for for whew, probably uh, somewhere around six or seven years now. Um, but in the summertime, at least in the past, I coach at uh, the local little league program that I grew up playing in, and uh, it's this wonderful program. It's it's free for kids, and uh, I go back whenever I go back home in the summer. I always you know run clinics or I help out with teams, and and uh, it's a really wonderful program. But yeah, I love coaching baseball. I mean, the sun is shining. You're outside. Um, kids are happy to be there. It's, it's, uh, it's quite, it's quite an awesome experience. Quite the filler in between hockey seasons. Perfect, perfect setup. It is. The vibes are off the charts. It's awesome. (laughs) Uh, we had this, uh, last week, uh, one of our listeners asked this question. I, I, I loved it. I think we're going to make this a regular, uh, you ever get nervous when you sign an autograph? So you obviously keep a lot of, uh, stuff with my gray, uh, shout out to Dave Migray, who we had on uh, a month ago or so. Um, but you ever you ever get nervous when you sign an autograph? So you ever like worried you're gonna mess up? Uh, sometimes if it's something that's very unique, um, like I just wanna I want to do a good job. So or if it's really challenging to sign, um, I've gotten better at it with at jerseys these days. But um, you know, like some things maybe someone spent a lot of money on or put a lot of effort into. You just want to do a, a good job. But yeah, sometimes I do get nervous, but. I don't know. I think you just got to wing it and, and put some love into it and it'll be fine. Okay. Okay. Uh, we, we, we had a, uh, we had a good, good laugh with that uh, last week. Uh, <laughs> misspelling names maybe. And uh, <laughs> my name is too loopy. I put too many or not enough letters. It's just mm-hmm. when in doubt, just squiggle it out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> life lessons being learned here. Uh, you mentioned, you know, unique things what's uh have you ever like what's the weird i don't, I don't know i don't like to call things weird because everybody's definition of things but what's maybe the weirdest thing that somebody's asked you to sign like i would think like signing a person's body would probably be weird or or a sneaker i don't, I don't know what, what what's something maybe you kind of maybe caught you off guard that you had to sign yeah i think my two favorites and this would be my second favorite is i've signed a couple of foreheads i always find that one really funny <laughs> um and like kind of it's yeah it's just because they have to walk around with your signature on their forehead for however long it lasts um and then my favorite was actually this winter and it was a hot dog carrier or like a like a (laughs) something like a cardboard hot dog carrier and i got to sign a couple of them so that was my favorite (laughs) all right well was there like a reason why the person was asking to sign hot dog carriers well they knew that i liked hot dogs and they're like yeah you should sign these and i was like yes definitely yes that's awesome (laughs) that's that's pretty that's pretty unique uh you mentioned you know worried about like messing up unique things uh, a friend of mine, Allie, shout out to my friend Allie in, down in New Mexico, uh, big Caps fan, uh, years, I want to say like five, six years ago, seven years ago, uh, she was down in D.C. for a couple of games and uh, got to meet Braden Holtby, got him to sign her mask, she plays goalie, uh, like rec league, whatever, they, there are rec leagues in New Mexico, there's only like three, but uh, she plays in like one of them. Uh, anyway, she gets the mask signed and then was like, 
oh, I should cover it up so, like, it doesn't get, like, smudged or something and completely <laughs> smudged it, like, and kind of went back to practice the next day, like, sad and <laughs> asked him to sign it again. He was, you know, Braden Holpe is obviously a really cool dude. Uh, his his work with, with uh, charity and all that stuff is, like, legendary, but uh, he was he was happy to sign, and she got, like, a picture with kind of, like, a awkward face, so um just i I love all those kind of interactions especially goaltenders uh kind of reminded me of that um you ever uh get still get butterflies like you've been playing pro for a couple years now as i detailed obviously not playing as much as you would like this particular season but like um even like last season when you played the couple games you did you still get butterflies every single time i still do playing or not um i Honestly, I get butterflies every time, and I always try to make a point of, of uh, sounds simple, but just taking a look around, um, especially especially in, in the pros. And I think I did. The, I think I started doing it in college, but um, there's a lot of special moments I think that can be overlooked by busyness or excitement. But uh, yeah, I, I still get butterflies every game. Allie, yeah, I mean, it's like I said, like even just being in the stands at those games, just knowing like how it felt at trio, like even as a fan, I still try to like look around and take it in because it's just, you know, you know what it's like to be down there and it's just, it's gone before you know it as, as I know, <laughs> but um, yeah, you just, it, it's cool. <laughs> so you're, you're both, uh, I'm not going say anything crazy like both pretty easygoing people um uh, you know kind of like to laugh goof around um but game time is game time right when you're playing you, you're locked in um cj i've been at, at games where you played and and you kind of like gave me a little head nod you know breaks in between the game and i'm standing on the glass and you're doing your little routine skate back and forth along the, the goal line and you give me a little head nod and i'm like you know, like, that's awesome, one, but, like, second, like, why are you acknowledging I'm even there? Like, a lot of people are just, like, locked in. Um, is, is, is that just, like, how you always are? Like, I think, yeah, I've always been that way. I think I started doing that in college because kids would come up and be in the corners. Um, so when I do my little skating routine and, or go touch the boards or whatever, they'd be there and, and you'd wave to them and they'd lose their marbles. And, and I don't know, it just kind of started becoming – uh, something I did out of habit maybe or out of routine. And um, yeah, I think it's just one of the fun parts of the game is, is interacting with people even during the game. But it's just a small little moment of acknowledgement or hello or um, connectivity or I don't know. It's just something I've always enjoyed doing. Yeah, and I've, I've seen that with, with fans. You do that. And I've seen the reaction of, of the fans as well. Like, and I, I just think that's like the coolest thing that you're, you know, some players, are, everybody's different, right? Everybody's personality is different. Like, uh, there's some players, you know, they're just locked in and, and uh, it seems like they, they, they can't turn it on, turn it off, I guess. Um, but uh, Allie, you, you like that? Like you, you kind of aware of your uh, surroundings in, in that sense? Yeah. And, you know, as I got older, I kind of, you know, I used to think I had to be so intense, um, but that would, it would almost wind me up too much. So I've kind of come to find out that like, playing a game of sewer with Lev and chatting with my friends. I just feel like that almost makes me play better being like locked in enough, but relaxed and just like having a good time with my friends. 
um, is better than being super laser focused for as long as the hockey game is plus warm ups. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's uh, everybody's different, like you said, right? Like uh, I just think it's I was a couple, of, not just Carly, but a couple of other players over the years that kind of like would like acknowledge that I was standing there and, and I would say like, what are you doing? Like, I'm just, you don't have to say hi to like, I appreciate it. Like, it's cool to be recognized in that kind of way, but, but also like, what are you doing? Like, um, but, and, and to, to Carly's point, like it's, you, you can make somebody's, you know, you I see it all the time, all the games that I sat, you know, stood rather uh, ringside. Like you see all those kind of moments where like, I know if I was a kid, like, that's all that's my favorite player automatically all of a sudden like i'm gonna you know support them know everything you know collect all their their cards whatever it was like um those those are those are really cool cool moments um all right that's it you survived all of our questions but now you have to go through our gauntlet of fan questions which are always a roller coaster um but they always have really great questions and sometimes we kind of steal them and use them for our own so Thank you, and shout out to Dallas for that question uh, that we kind of stole. Uh, uh, first from uh, Steph uh, at Rennie Minestrone. Um, she's at the movies. I wonder what movies she wants to go see during the live broadcast. But if you could assign superhero names to your teammates, who would be named what? Oh, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I'd, I'd like have to have some time to to write this out. <laughs> okay. okay we, report we, back. Yeah. Yeah. We, I'd have to report back on this one. We, we, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a deep question and, and uh, we'll accept that. Yeah. You can like, you can reply to this thread or, or you can send me a note and I can read it on the next episode. Um, yeah. Do, do you think it's like um, already existing superheroes and like applying their personalities to those or, or new it, names pertaining to the actual person? Either I, or. Yeah, okay. Okay. Go, go for whichever whichever you prefer. Like that's that's okay. a the great caveat right there. That's that maybe I was like, oh, that is, that is a really good point. <laughs> you come up with you can start creating superheroes. I'll start drawing. I don't know. I'm not drawing. Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll write the narrations for them or something. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, thanks, Steph. We'll get back to you on that. Uh, Jedi twenty eight fifteen asks for CJ. Still playing guitar. Uh, you bet I am. I was just ripping around on it right before this, actually. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Uh, second, how do you maintain your mullet? Oh, um, <laughs> good question. Um, a lot of love and attention. Um, I'm still working on finding a consistent barber. Um, I have one at home in, in Amherst, Nova Scotia. It's been really good to me, but I am not there right now. So I am searching in the city of Toronto and... I've got one lined up in, I think, a week and a half that I have a good feeling about. But, yeah, uh, I like to give my trust to people who really love their craft. Okay. Uh, you've, uh, I've noticed also you've grown the blonde out. Uh, how, how, uh, when did you make that choice? I decided to last spring after we won with Toronto. I was like, okay, the blonde has lived, did won it? a championship. <laughs> I think it's time, time to maybe put it to rest until I get the itch again. Um, but I will say my hair is a lot healthier. It's, it's a lot easier to maintain and take care of. My head is a lot happier. Uh, yeah. my mullet is a lot happier. So, I mean, we'll see. I have always dyed it blonde pretty impulsively. So it really just could be any day. 
Okay. All right. And and I will say, I was I was going to say, it's a lot to maintain. Um, as somebody who doesn't have any hair, definitely the least amount of hair of the, the three people speaking right now. Um, <laughs> I, I, in another lifetime, I did have hair and I did dye my hair. Like, look, everybody was doing it back then, right? Like, um, but so I, I do know the the maintenance stuff is like that growth shit grows out fast like it does it really does <laughs> and you're you're just burning the shit out of your head and, and with the, the the bleach and all that and it's, it's a lot it's a lot uh looks looks great either either way though i uh, totally rock the shit out of that so I, I know you know that but we just want to affirm that uh lastly have t6 gotten their isabel cup rings I believe Actually, I know the answer to that, but I'll let yeah. you take that. Yeah, that's funny they asked that because we're getting them uh, not tomorrow, but the next day. Uh, we're having our ring ceremony, and uh, from what I understand, there's actually quite a large number of players flying into Toronto. Um, so it's going to be a pretty awesome reunion. I'm really looking forward to Thursday. Uh, one, to, to finally get the hardware, but also just to, to see everybody together again. It's been a real joy. Um, just it's been pretty sweet that a member of the Toronto Six has ended up on every team in the PH or sorry in the PWHL. Um, so it's a reunion every time we we play a game. Um, so it's a pretty special thing. But to have all of us in one place at or, or most of us in one place at one time will be, um, I think, a really happy a happy moment for all of us. That'll be really cool. Uh, I I know it's a couple of days away. Uh, when you do get it, are you gonna rock it all the time? Like, what's what's your plan for? Are you gonna put it on a mantle? Absolutely, I'm gonna be rocking it as as much as possible. I've wanted a ring my entire life. Um, <laughs> wanted a championship my entire life. I love to spread the joy. I feel an amazing amount of joy thinking about the ring, let alone actually having it in my hands. Um, but I will be wearing it on Friday. Uh, for for our game against New York, that's for sure. And probably all of our home games. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Um, you you mentioned like you, you you wanted, you know, everybody. That's why everybody plays, right? You play to win the game, uh, but you play to to win like the ultimate games, and and uh, it's not everybody does get that opportunity, right? Like it's it's the, especially with with the the way you know pro leagues come and go. Um, not everybody had that opportunity, so we're stoked for you, and and hopefully it's uh, we look forward to seeing. I'm sure we won't see any pictures of it on social media at all, but <laughs> hopefully we can we can maybe sneak one out. And uh, um, if any of you, there'll be pictures all over the place, and we look forward to seeing it. <laughs> um, Jedi asked me, "Have I seen Madam Web?" No spoilers. I have not seen it. Uh, the the Marvel podcast that I listened to uh, reviewed it. Spoilers with and without spoilers. I listened to it all because I didn't think I was going to go see it anyway. Um, heard it was not good. It was kind of Morbius level um, from what they were saying. Um, I will I'll, I'll eventually watch it, but I'm, I'm no plans to go to the theater to go see it. Uh, for Ali, the 2001 World Championships were in Minnesota. Did you go? Um, so I had to consult with my father on this one. Um, so worlds are usually in the spring. That's 2001. That puts me in first grade. Oof. Um, <laughs> my parents had season tickets to the wild and they were brand new. So I would assume most of our time was spent 
at the XL Energy Center. Um, I did go to the World's Tournament in 2005 in Grand Forks, though. Okay. So, no, not the one in Minnesota, <laughs> apparently. Okay. Uh, and this, uh, like we talked about last episode, if you get a chance to go to Alley, you went to a, a not very terribly exciting rivalry series game. <laughs> you went to like the worst possible type of game that you can go to, <laughs> uh, unless you were rooting for the team that won, you know, by that, by that score. But, um, as somebody just wanted to go and be entertained, um, I don't know if that was the game for, for somebody, but, um, all right, that's it. I think we made it through all of our... I don't see any other ones, right, Allie? You don't see any other questions? I don't see any either, no. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Uh, that was awesome. It was great to hear from you, uh, CJ. Allie, do you have anything that you would like to ask CJ before we can say CJ the platform? Oh, God. No. I'm the worst. No. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> You're not the worst. Uh, all right. Uh, Ali doesn't have anything else that she has thought of to ask you. Um, I do not have, I mean, I have a million other questions, but this is, you know, we're not going to talk three hours tonight. Um, <laughs> with that being said, CJ, uh, it's great to hear your voice again. Uh, great to hear that things are going well. Uh, the platform is yours. Uh, whatever you want to say. Uh, it's, it's yours to say. I just thank you. Thank you, Dan and Allie for having me. It's always, always a pleasure to be on around the rink and everything you do for the ice garden and, and the women's hockey community in general, you, you both certainly make it a better space and I think create a community, uh, that really invites other people too. So what you're doing for the game is fantastic and, and you're both outstanding people too. So just, just thank you for being yourselves and, uh, just being awesome and, and, uh, and I always appreciate the support and, and getting to come on here. So thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, you are like I've talked about it before on the show. Like um, it's not easy to, to coordinate with everybody and um, sometimes to get replies from people. And I get like life goes on. There's other this is not the most important show in the world, like 100 percent. But like uh, your enthusiasm and your uh, always willingness to. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if I'm around, yeah, absolutely, I'll come on. Like, sure, like, um, I I appreciate that immensely. It means the world to me, um, and uh, uh, always always rooting for you. And if you ever need anything, you know, you my number, you know how to reach out. Um, thanks for stopping by, and uh, hopefully uh, your team has another championship. Uh, Toronto can go back to back, but not really back to back. But for you, it would be back to back. I hope you guys have a, a great uh, rest of the season and uh, hopefully we cross paths again soon. Thank you. I hope so too. And I love winning championships and, and I think we've, we've got quite a team to do it this year. So, um, you know, we've got a lot of season left, but it's, it's going to be fun to watch. That's for sure. Hey, you know, it's better than one ring, right? Two rings. So. I know. Right. One uh, for, yeah. <laughs> Working on for, it here. <laughs> one for each hand. Uh, and then, and then you work from there. Uh, yeah, Exactly. <laughs> Really quick uh, for either one of you or, or both of you, uh, did you watch any of the uh, uh, Sabrina versus Steph Curry uh, this weekend at the NBA? Um, I didn't. I saw the I saw the results, um, but yeah, I, I didn't have the pleasure of, of catching it. But I mean, pretty cool event that they did. 
Yeah, I didn't get to watch either. Brennan celebrated his 30th birthday this weekend, so we were kind of all over the place. Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, B. Uh, I, I watched it. The, the commentary was a little bizarre at times. Um, but I thought overall it was, it was, it was done really cool. And it was like, um, she just, she's a baller obviously. Um, and, uh, like she, she definitely put the pressure on him and she scored just as many as anybody else. Um, but he's, he's obviously really good. Um, it was, it was fun to watch though. It was, it was cool to see. And, um, the reason why I wanted to bring it up, it was, um, I felt like that was, if I understood it right, that like, that was kind of his idea and like, Hey, like I want to do this with her, like, uh, to help them kind of grow their game. Right. And uh, too oftentimes we see in other, in, in hockey, in those avenues, it's like, um, it, it feels like the NHL, it feels like sometimes they're forced to do these things when they should just, like, I, I don't understand why they didn't from the beginning just like hey like let's like when they had Kendall do the, the skating thing right it became like a whole thing of whether or not like she was actually competing against them or she was just there to just be a show and then they did like the the accuracy thing with with, with Decker right and it was like well she's you know just because she had the fastest time doesn't mean she's getting paid you know as a entry into this contest. And it was like, those are like easy decisions to like, why wouldn't you just do that? Like, why wouldn't you, if you're bringing them there, like, why aren't you just letting them participate? Um, a little, a little bit of that in this thing. Um, but I, I thought it was, it's a good, uh, it's a good starting point. And uh, from what I understand, like maybe he'll go, he'll go back to like the WNBA all-star game and, and do another one with her there, like, or, or with somebody else or whatever, like, um, those, those things I think of like, kind of like, that's kind of how you help grow the game. And it was cool to see, like, even if like some of the announcers were a little, uh, uh I would say I didn't, I didn't agree with some of their commentary. Like I, uh, I like the, the notion of what Steph was trying to do and create more awareness for the league and for women's sports, uh, in his kind of avenue. Um, all right, I'll shut up. Uh, Allie, do you have anything else you want to add? Um, I may possibly maybe be at another PWHL game on Sunday. It's going to depend on my men's league playoff schedule. I don't know if we're going to get a bye or not yet. Okay. But might have some more fun attendance. <laughs> Send you back out on assignment. Uh, yep. MJ, uh, she always gets a kick out of when I say we're going to send you out on assignment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we give you a little uh, a scoop hat and a little uh, uh, what are those magnifying glasses, and <laughs> um, that's that's awesome. That's you said this weekend, so uh, hopefully you, that works out where you get to go check that out. Um, thanks to everybody that listens to this podcast. If you haven't already, now would be a great time to subscribe to us. Um, we could see, uh, or I get to see like, uh, occasionally like who's listening, like how many times people listen to each episode. Um, those numbers always kind of blow my mind that like any more than, you know, 10 to 15 people listen kind of blows, <laughs> blows my mind. So, um, much appreciated. And, uh, if you're already, if you're subscribed to this, I hope you would already be subscribed to, um, our website, the ice garden. Um, that just means subscribe. Like, uh, we have some, some articles that are, uh, for our subscribers. 
Um, the majority of our content is not behind a paywall, but because we are an independent site and um, we have to kind of generate some money, we have that that uh, couple of paywalled articles and and also uh, do a other couple other little things to help out. Um, but we get to do cool stuff like this in return, and we get these cool little mini microphones that work pretty awesome, I think. Uh, listening back, like, they actually sound really good. And every time you're like, I can't hear you, um, it, it, I can hear myself all the time. But, it's um, my darn Wi-Fi. Yeah, no. I, it's I, a I, me problem. <laughs> yeah, it's, sometimes that happens. Like, it's technology. Like, um, I tell you, today, I wasn't even sure of, like, uh, really quick, like I got home from work and I we got this email in the complex that I live in. They're like, "Yeah, there's no water right now. There was a water main breakdown on uh, Route Nine, so oh. you know we'll we'll update you when we update you." And it was like, "Holy crap! Like, what am I gonna do?" And this this happened like five years ago. It was like it was a couple of days, um, and I'm like, "Well, how am I gonna take a shower and and this?" And I'm like, "I'm gonna be like feeling all grimy." And I have I think I have a couple of bottles of water. And I'm like, uh, "Where can I go?" <laughs> like. Um, uh, and then my, and my, I was home for like an hour and the, the water was back on. So it was like, okay, like all these different scenarios were going through my head and it was like, I don't know, glad I don't have to worry about all this. I could just take a shower and, and be able to, to be a normal human being and, and uh, be able to do our show. Uh, thanks to everybody who listened live again. Uh, and thanks to everybody who's going to listen to this in the future. Um, if you listen to us live, maybe just subscribe to us and, and like, just play it again on, you know, when we put this up on podcast form, that, that'd be pretty, pretty cool. We'd appreciate it. Um, if not, that's okay too. Uh, my name is Dan Rice. You can find me in the Twitterverse at D Rice hockey or Dr. Ice hockey. However you look at it. Uh, my co-host is Allie Morris. You can find her in the same Twitterverse at Allie Morris, no spaces, straight up Allie and Morris back to back. Um, that's pretty much it for tonight. I'm losing my voice, obviously. So, um, if you can, if you have the opportunity, uh, be nice to somebody today, tomorrow. Uh, you never know, smallest suggestions could change somebody's life. Um, somebody could be having the worst day ever, and you complimenting them or uh, just saying hi to them, checking in on them. Uh, could smallest gestures sometimes make the, the biggest difference? So, uh, try and keep that in mind. I know everybody's got their own shit they're going through. We're all going through shit. But we appreciate all of you for listening. And uh, that's it. It's time to say goodnight. And we'll see you on the other side.